Neither had the others the county hired, one after another, too many now to remember all their names. Maybe night noises scared them, the barking of foxes, the shrill screech of owls, the rustle of unseen deer in the woods. Maybe they didn't care for the solitude. Maybe they believed in ghosts, or came to believe in them. At any rate, after a few months, one would leave, and a week or so later another would come, where the county found them I can't imagine. They were a sorry lot. Old and grumpy. Lazy, too. Now we had a new caretaker to spy on. And he had a daughter. I could hardly wait to learn more about her. What books did she read? What games did she play? What did she do when she thought no one was watching? If only she could be my friend. If only... Georgie interrupted my daydreams with a jab of his elbow. When do you think they'll get out of that truck? he whispered, full of impatience as usual. Aaron Man just sits there and talks and talks. He must be telling the girl about the house, I said, and Miss Lillian. Georgie cowered beside me, suddenly fearful. Don't say that name, Diana. It's bad luck. As he spoke, he peered at the house's boarded windows. Nothing moved except the vines rippling over the walls and the shadows they made. I shivered, knowing my brother was right. We never spoke the old woman's name out loud, just as we never went too close to her house. Miss Lillian was the snake in the garden, the witch in the gingerbread house, someone to fear even though she was dead. At last the truck moved on and parked next to the trailer. We scurried after it and hid in a thicket of dead vines and pokeweed. Unseen, we watched the man and his daughter get out of the truck. As Georgie had said, the man was just as tall and scrawny as a person can be, a human heron if I'd ever seen one. His shorts looked three sizes too big, and so did his T-shirt. But he had a pleasant face and a nice smile. I knew at a glance he wasn't like the other caretakers, which made him more dangerous, I supposed. He was the sort who noticed things. The girl was pretty, small and slender, about eleven or twelve years old, my age. Her hair hung down her back, smooth and wavy, so dark it shone with blue highlights in the sun. The first thing the girl did was get the dog out of the truck. He was a big mutt, part golden retriever, part shepherd, maybe. I couldn't tell if he was fierce or not, but he hadn't caught scent of Georgie and me yet. "'Give Macduff some water,' her father said. "'But keep him tied, Lissa. I don't want him running off into the woods.' "'Lissa,' I murmured. It was a pretty name— a whisper, a sighing sound like a breeze blowing through a field of wheat. I watched Lissa tie Macduff to a tree and bring him a bowl of water. Leaving the dog lapping sloppily, she helped her father lift a shiny blue bicycle off the truck. A bike, Georgie nudged me. Wouldn't you love to ride it? He didn't bother to hide the longing in his voice. Our bikes had disappeared a long time ago, soon after the bad thing happened. Despite the warm fall sunshine, I shivered at the memory. Maybe she'll leave it outside, I said, and we can borrow it after dark for a moonlight ride. We could go a long way on a bike like that, Georgie said. Miles and miles, on and on and on. Yes, all the way to the gate and back, I reminded him. He sighed and plucked a blade of grass to chew on. I know, I know. I was just daydreaming, that's all. He sounded so sad that I was sorry I'd said anything. But I couldn't let him forget the rules. Lissa leaned her bike against a shed. 
Will it be safe here, Dad? she asked. Sure, he said. We're a mile from the road, and the gate's locked. Who'd take it? Georgie and I pressed our hands over our mouths to keep from laughing out loud. They'd learn soon enough what was safe and what wasn't. Give me a hand with some of these boxes, Lissa, her father said. We watched them come and go, carrying things into the trailer. To Georgie, the best thing was the television. What pleased me most were the books, boxes and boxes of them. It had been a long time since I'd had anything new to read, or anyone to talk to but my brother. Without thinking, I said, wouldn't it be fun to be friends with Lissa? Georgie stared at me wide-eyed with shock. Friends? We can't be friends with her. You know that, Diana. I gazed past him at the trailer. I'd never wanted to break the rules before. Not once. For a